Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. So, I, I, you know, I was thinking that, in fact, I was talking to somebody the other day about that, is that when, when, um, when, we, when we actually approach things from a, um, a church-mindedness, right. or a church perspective, then we build with that kind of mentality, and that's the kind of culture we have. But I, I'm not talking about the church, I'm talking about when we approach it from from just a institutionalized kind of denominational organization whatever we've come from yeah whatever you know whatever model is out there at the right but when you understand when you come from a kingdom perspective and 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 i'm not you know i I, one one guy sort of looked at me rather funny because i'm like on this thing all the time but it's just you know it it's made a huge difference in my approach and my understanding of things so um, but when you come from a from a kingdom of God perspective, understanding that the kingdom of God is the culture, and and we are to build a culture through the community, the right. colony that we that we are. So you and I meeting, and whoever listens to us, and and if we get together at a at some at a you know when we just get together when we are together as a family, you know, is we are citizens meeting together under a king and we are developing or we are carrying a culture we're learning a culture but we're carrying a culture and we've got to influence the cultures around us with that culture called the kingdom of god that's what adam was supposed to do adam missed it and and that's what the book of acts is about now we have the holy spirit again like adam had we have the holy spirit come and he helps us to bring that culture to influence that bring that influence around us that's what we're supposed to but now what we're trying to do is replicate being a king with right all our you know all our our subjects around us and there's only right. one king we're supposed to represent a king as a colony not as you know one king represent yeah. him not represent me. Yeah. Well, that's why it says the chief shepherd and bishop of our souls, you know, the chief shepherd and bishop of our souls, Christ. It talks about that in Hebrews. Chief shepherd, directly translated into our language, that's senior pastor. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the senior pastor of our souls is Christ. You don't have if you have another senior pastor, <laughs> then somebody is usurping the place of Christ in your life. Right. And I know that's going to be hard for, you know, that was hard for me to swallow because on my business card, on my card, when I was a pastor, it said senior pastor, Steve Bissett, chief shepherd and bishop of your soul, Steve yeah. Bissett right here, you know? And so, but I like that title. I like that position. I like the, uh, uh, um, people looking to me, um, in that light right. 
I liked the 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 idea of being uh, seen as being more spiritual or more whatever. Yeah, I like that. You're more cool than more special and more anointed. Right. Than, and so then you you're in the place of touch not God's anointed. I mean, it doesn't refer to a person at all. But you know, yeah. you, you sort of don't. You, you're not allowed to touch me. You better respect me. You better obey me. And to me, all of that flows out of insecurity. Right. That, that just like the more insecure a leader is, or a more let's talk about it, the more insecure a person is, the more control they want because they want That's to control true. the outcome. Yeah. You know, well, they have to. They have, they have to. to. Yes. Yeah. Because they insecure, and you'll find that they will not ever allow anybody to rise up to their level or or above above their level and uh, i'm talking about levels now as far as what they deem to be a level of maturity or a level a position mainly a position of power a position of influence right let alone let alone esteeming each one higher or better than themselves i mean mean, you're not going to do that to try to lift somebody else up you can't do that Exactly. But now you've got Jesus comes along. Right. And even though he is the son of God, knows he's a king, born a king, born a king of a kingdom, um, but comes to earth to restore the Holy Spirit back so that we can again become into dominance or into dominion as his, as his children, as his subjects, as kingdom citizens. Uh, but yet he says, even though you call me rabbi, I'm one as standing here serving you. Right, right. Now that's security. Right. Yeah, I came not to be ministered under, ministered unto. Yes. But to minister, I came here not to be served, but to yeah. serve. I mean, that's you know, let this same mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Yeah, and yes. Philippians, you know, consider it, you know, consider the same thing as Christ did. Who. Who, who came as a, like you said, as the son of God, but yet deemed it necessary to put that aside and become a man just yeah. like everybody else. And took on the nature, not nature. Yeah. Yeah. Of a servant. He didn't just, he didn't just show like servanthood. He right. Took on the nature of a servant. Right. It's like <laughs> we're in a different, different, you know, so we think if we wash a couple of people's feet with a bowl and, you know, it's like, okay, we, you know, we're now servants. Look at us. You know, it's just like, no, it, that wasn't what Jesus was doing. <laughs> right. He was saying, you know, that's a little bit of that danger that I've seen here recently of, of, uh, you know, who are you, who are you in Christ? Who are you in whatever? Yeah. And the whole issue about it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, that our emphasis, the last maybe five years has been on you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It isn't about you. It's Christ in you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, if if I can find Christ in you, I find that seed. I find that life. I find that little bit, the blade, the ear, uh, even the full corn in the ear. And I bring that out in you. That's my whole job. My my whole job is not to say, look at me. 
my whole job is to say, look at Christ, look at who he is in you. Look, there he is right there. And you still don't quite see it, but he's already forming and work. You are his workmanship created unto good work. He began this good work in you. He will also complete it. He's the alpha and the omega, the beginning, the end. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. Right now he's at work in you. Exactly. And, uh, you know, see right here, right here, he even did. And to be able to do that rather than say, look at all that I know and to bring all the attention to myself. Yeah. That's just, a, um, um, that's, that's using the name of the Lord in vain is what it's doing. It's for wow, your yeah. own, that's for your own vanity, for your own vain purposes. It's, it's substitution. You know, you're trying to usurp right. the, the, the place of, of Christ. Christ. Yeah. You, you're trying to replace him, his kingship, you know, it's like, right. If you, if on, on the flip side of it, when, when, when a, an ambassador would go out from the court of the king, it was as if the king was there. He's the messenger right. of the right. king. And that's all of us. So you go out, um, but he does not speak on his own behalf. He speaks on the, on behalf of the court of the king. Yeah. And so the message that is heard there, he issues. If they kill him, that the message still stands. Right. That's but the thing. That's why killed the king. Yeah. That, that's what Jesus. That's why Jesus said. He said, you know, um, if they persecute you, um, right. You know, is like rejoice because the message the. The, 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 the message of the king is still has dominion. It doesn't change. We just messengers, we just ambassadors. But the thing about an ambassador is you come in the authority of the king, not in your right. own authority. Right. You right. come in representation of the king, not in your own representation. Right. You have dominion, you have authority, but the emphasis, like you say, is not on you. It's that you are. I mean, when they, you know, I've, I constantly think about Nikki Haley in, in the in the uh, uh, UN, you know, and it would be uh, ambassador for the United States of America. In other words, she's speaking on behalf of them, right? And, you know, of the administration, of on behalf of the government, on behalf of the nation. She speaks to the world, and that's why she has. It's not because she's so great, you know, then you don't hear much of her anymore. But but yeah. when she was sitting there, she was speaking with dominion, with authority backed up. But when you cut, when, if she had to sit there and say, hey, I'm Nikki Haley and I'm telling you, it's just like, I'm sorry, I'm using a word, but I'm just as an example, nobody right. would take notice of her, you know, like, who are you? You know, right. just like, uh, who's, who are you? Uh, what did you do? You know? It's like we don't accept your authority. Right. We don't accept your word. You know, so that's like why does it why does it bother you? Because I know it probably does. Because it bothers me. If somebody says, "What you need to do is this," what you need to do is whatever. Mm. Why does that bother us so bad? Because somebody is taking the place of Christ somebody is telling you or determining what you should do next 
They're not giving you the opportunity to say what you're to do and then confirm it like like the Holy Spirit does. They are giving you a directive, which only the Lord has the right to do. You need to do this. And you're a grown man. What what business do I? It says before a man's own mastery stands or falls. If I'm going to tell you that, if you don't do that, I'm going to be offended because you didn't do what I told you to do. And see, you got yourself into trouble. Well, now all of a sudden I've become your master. I've become your judge. I've become your jury. And now I'm going to execute judgment upon you because, because you didn't do what I told you to do or what I thought you should do. Right. See, it turned out bad. Well, but if I take that position of lifting you up so you can hear your master, Right. What did Christ tell you to do? Doesn't matter what he told me that you ought to do. <laughs> what exactly. did he tell you to do? And then help bring you up into that. Then you're standing before. That's what making a disciple is. I mean, you're making somebody a disciple of Christ, not not of the yeah. church, not of yourself, not of this group. But like you've said a hundred times before, we're making a culture out of something that's not supposed to be made a culture of. But we're going to do that wherever we go, because especially if we're, quote, a leader, we're going to lead people into a culture. Well, and that's the tough part, Steve, I think, is because because the the transformation of the, the whole paradigm is just too costly for people to consider. As right. far as as far as the church is concerned, as far as us as believers, we, we oh, just, yeah. it's too it's too um you have to lay down your life to do that. You well, have to lay we, down your ambitions exactly. and goals. And because we need this change from one culture to right. another culture. And and that's what you know when Paul says I, it's interesting, is that when you read the 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 um the letters, his letters, is like he he would say things like the first first part of the letter would be doctrine kind of thing. You know, it would say, in Christ you are this and we have redemption, da 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 da. da. And then he then he sort of moves over into the practical and says, Let us, therefore, you know, right, right. let us, let us, let us, let us, and and making a salad. So let, let us let us, let us, yeah. Sorry. That's so, bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um but I just circle all the letters because it's like, uh, because I was hungry for salad. Now, nah, because, uh, stop it, Steve. <laughs> okay, you circled all the letters. Go ahead. <laughs> I got it. The let us, I circled the let us, therefore, because to me that was, you know, here is the practical implications for the, for the community, for the colony, right, for, the, right, right. for the culture. And, and so when, you know, when you say, uh, we, that's the thing is like when you say, okay, you know, we need to address appropriately. So now it can either be a legal uh, religious requirement or it can be, hey, culturally, this is acceptable. It's not, I'm, I'm going to hit on something here, but, I, you know, I'm standing at the high school with a bus and I'm watching the kids walk by. And so these guys now with their pants hanging down their butt. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at this, I'm going, it's just practically ridiculous. 
I, you know, I don't care. It just is practically. I you know, forget what, why, what it looks like. But just practically, it's ridiculous. You're yeah. trying to hold up your pants while you're walking. It's just like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but if you're yeah, gonna run from the cops, it ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> well, you can hardly run from yourself. You know, it's just like, and I'm looking at this. I'm going, okay. I understand now. It's culture. Right. It's a cultural thing now within within that within the high school teen kind of well, actually even older than that. So is like it, it's become a cultural in some some Gangster. aspects. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah, it's something that is now you know you do. It's just like accepted. You know, it doesn't get rejected. The thing about it is, and that's where the devil is smart. So he introduces different aspects changes the name, changes the definition of something, redefines things like marriage. Right. Redefines what it means. So he can introduce immorality. He can introduce different perspectives, different, uh, different values into our culture. And now we just accept it. It's just accepted. Right. Now, the thing about it is, and so when you're coming into a into the culture of the church, which is what we are, ecclesia. It's not an institution. It's not a denomination. It's a culture. It's a right. kingdom culture. Right. So we come into that. Now we go to the standards of God's word. It's not a legal religious requirement. It's something that's part of the culture. We don't lie to one another. We don't cheat. We don't reject one another because we don't like each other. We right, don't, right. Um, we I don't, don't uh, what you've got. Sorry. We don't, don't, you know, don't lust after each other's stuff. And we don't, we don't live in greed. We, we are faithful. We are true. We are honest. We, you know, so all those things that, that you don't find, but when you, when you, when you talk about it, it's got, well, don't put your, you know, laws on me in your yeah, regulations, yeah. but it's, but it's not law and regulation. It's, it's the norms. It's the behavior. It's what heaven is like. Yeah. It's what's supposed to be written on your heart if you are a kingdom citizen. Exactly. exactly. So we don't sit there and say, you better do this and you better tithe and you better do this. And it's something that's part of our culture. We love doing it. We right. love replicate. We should. We, we should love the influ to influence the Garden of Eden into all the cultures of the world. But it's what I said yesterday in, in the Facebook group is that, you know, I think A.W. Tozer said that. He said, you know, sometimes we more, he said, the people of this day are going to be more interested in, in reflecting the culture of the day than, than reflecting the Christ that is within them. Wow. And that, and that is the truth, you know. That's, yeah. that's exactly what it's become is we bring the culture of the world into the church instead of the church yeah. being the culture we take into the world. Probably because we want to try to be relevant. I mean, I've heard that hundreds of times. Yes. You know, we don't want to be outdated. We want to be relevant. We want to be somebody who the world sees as being approachable or something they need. Right. No, you want to represent Christ because that's who they need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to be attracted by how good I can rap or how good I can sing or how good we can do anything. It's, yeah. it's, I want you to be attracted to Christ because that's, that's, who's going to change who you are, what you are, and going to bring you into this culture or this kingdom. Uh, 
otherwise you're you're going to be stuck in the same thing you're stuck with outside of this culture i mean right. you're going to bring your cult just like just like right now that which is first is natural after that that which is spiritual i know i quote that all the time but you look at what's happening right now in in in, in our society you got people coming in from all parts different countries and stuff like that do they become a part of the American culture or do they bring their culture with them and influence this whole area now with their culture and demand that you become a part of their culture? Yeah. Imposing their culture. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what happens. They come in, they want to impose their culture on everybody else. And if you don't abide with their culture, you're wrong. Yeah. And, and I'm going, wait a minute, you, you're coming into this country. Ah, but that's what they want to do is destroy the very fabric of, of the American culture. It's right. the same anyway. It's England, Europe, all the same. You right. Know, right. Uh, well, except some nations, they'll kill you if you come in and try and introduce any other culture. Japan, do you, you know this? Japan, up until uh, the Second World War, they would kill anybody trying to come into their country with anything other than Japanese culture. Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> they, wow. would, they, would, they would get rid of them because they said they valued the, the Japanese culture so much that they would not allow any other culture. You know, they had to preserve their culture. And, and, uh, but, you know, we haven't, we haven't valued our, our culture that much. We haven't valued it. But on the on the other side of the, the thing is we haven't as as the church as believers. You see, that's why right. it's hard for me to refer to us as the church because if we understand what the church is, then I'm going. Do are we really the church? Because mm -hmm. if we are the church, then we are a reflection of heaven in our culture. Right. We've created a culture, but what we've done is created a religion. We've right. created a religious culture with our laws, our regulations, and our, we don't influence it. Say, come to our meeting, and if you don't come to our meeting, we reject you. If right. you don't conform to the pastor's um, idea, we reject you. If you don't, if you disobey the man in charge, we reject, reject you. you. Yeah, you know, and it's like over and over again. It's just like there's no, yeah, consideration culture in. And we overshadow whatever culture the kingdom of God is supposed to have. We yeah. overshadow it with our our race, whatever yeah. culture that we have that we think is right. applicable or, or apropos for the particular situation, because we think that that is more important than the kingdom of God. I mean, yeah. that's basically what it is. It is, and and you, you know what? I personally, I, I, I it's ignorance. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. It's ignorance. Most people, because what we've done is we've tagged everything kingdom. Right, right. Everything kingdom as if it's like um, the church and the kingdom are the same thing. Right. And, you know, and so my ministry is, is like kingdom church. <laughs> and is that like, so based upon what? Oh, no, no, because, you know, we are anointed and we're spiritual and we're supernatural and we go, Right. Okay, um, that's what everybody's trying to do. Uh, it's just, right. uh, you know, there's something that was brought up to me the other day, and um, 
Uh, I, I understand their point of view because they said that this is the Lord's vineyard. It's his, it's his ministry. It's his whatever. And I, I understand, you know, what, what they're saying. I understand that. But within that, it's just like this, this situation here. Uh, yes, it's the Lord's vineyard. Yes, we're working together on it. But you've been given stewardship over this portion of the vineyard. I'm very much aware of that even when we talk together. Not, not because I see a hierarchy or anything else. I see that you're a steward over this. And as such, I'm sent in to help or to assist or to bring my part into that. But I still am very conscious and aware that you are the steward of this portion of the vineyard. And I know you do the same thing for me. You know, if, if I'm doing something, you'll come right alongside and, and are very much aware that, that I'm the steward of that particular section. You speak into it. You'll do, you know, other things. But I know that you're aware of that, that, that I am the steward of that. It's not that I have the, necessarily the rule over it. It's just being aware of what my, where my extent of my rule is at that point. Yeah. And, but now, now if you apply that toward the church, <laughs> okay, the church as a whole, we're saying the same thing now about a pastor or somebody like that. The, the problem is, is that what we see in the culture of what we call the church today, it's not set up like the kingdom of God. So therefore it's, it's set up more like that guy, that one guy is the steward of that whole area of the vineyard. And so now I can't, like you said, touch not God's anointed. He's the anointed one of that particular area. Well, I'm not supposed to touch that. Well, it, number one, that's not how this, that's not how Christ sets up the church. When they say to set up the church, he says, I want you to ordain elders, plural, never says ordain a pastor, never says ordain a preacher, never says ordain a prophet, never says ordain an apostle, says ordain elders. And when you do what Christ has said, when you do it according to his kingdom and his culture, then you can, then there are some things that come into play that are established in that. And then you'll find out what an elder does. You'll find out that he comes in to support and to bring up and to edify and to encourage and to lift up and to teach and to whatever. But the objective is always you. So the vineyard is actually you, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the people are the vineyard, not, not that organization. Right. And I guess that's where we get so locked up is that this is my group. This is my whatever. In fact, when, when I was my pastoring, church. yeah, yeah. My church, my people, my board, yeah, my sons, yeah. my secretary, my son. Yeah. My sons, you know, my three sons, whatever, you know, my, my, whatever. And uh, in fact, there's one truthful church that I've seen here. And, uh, Oh, what's the name of it? Um, oh, oh, I know. It's <laughs> it has it on a big, not a billboard, but on the big sign out in front. It says Jerry's Tabernacle. <laughs> it's all his. Yeah, it's his. I mean, the man is truthful at least. It's Jerry's Tabernacle. You know, 
So, you know, the, the children's ministry, I'm sure they call it Jerry's kids or something. I don't know. I don't know what they call it, but they, but you know, it's Jerry's tabernacle. I'm thinking this man, this man is finally saying what it really is. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you don't agree what it really it, is. Yeah. yeah. If you don't agree with it, if you don't agree with Jerry, you're out. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Let's let's call it what that it is. is. How they treat it. And yeah. The, that was the point that I'm bringing back to culture again. I know I also add finitum up on this because, but you know, that's what it takes to to get a um, to get a paradigm shift is like to hear it again and again and again. Um, the simple fact is when we when we gather and we have eldership, the eldership brings is first off they they are the ones that are to make sure that that the constitution and the culture of heaven is actually the pervasive right governing principle. That's really what it is. So they are the ones that oversee the principle of the kingdom. Uh, uh, the kingdom culture. They had to make sure the standards, the direction, you know, that's what they, they represent as a as a collective council. Um, is that the right yeah. word? I don't well, know. Because it says they watch for your soul. Your soul, that, your mind, will, and emotions are where right. you get off on your own purpose, your own direction, your own desire, yes. whatever. So they do the shepherding and the and the bishoping so right. one is they bring the 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 the, the, um, the community the colony they bring in them into feeding what's necessary for them to be the represent the, for the for the colony as a whole to be right. representing the kingdom so their their whole job is not to preach church is not to preach my organization it's not to to uh, get my programs going. It's to constantly be working on feeding and making sure the church is nourished in kingdom mentality, in the culture of the kingdom of heaven. That's what they've got to be doing. Then they're bishoping, making sure that the, the norms, the values, the standards, the, um, the speech, the behavior right is aligned with the the their culture you know it's like i it's it's why is it so simple i don't know why do we complicate it so much <laughs> well because yeah. we 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 keep trying to revert back to a culture that we understand and we know and are familiar with but it's the thing about it is, is that as soon as we start introducing the systems and the culture of darkness, we've spoken about this just a few weeks ago, but yeah. who inspires that? Who inspires that? That's what bothers me so much about what is being said and done by Christians and by the church right now in the crazy world where we should be as a body, as a colony, as a, as a colony of believers. I'm just using words that just probably make, I don't know, I'm trying to make it practical as possible, but as a colony of believers, as the colony of the citizens of heaven, we should now not be going, well, I've got it, you haven't, you know, is that we should be all as a colony going, you know, we now need, because we are going through major change in the world right now. Right. There are, right. There's an agenda. There's a massive agenda that's being played out. It has been for the past 
15 years, but it's at a pinnacle now that it's being raised, that the Luciferic plan is being enacted in a way that we've never seen before. And it's being enacted by one body that's putting it out. It's a very influential body through the United of through the global situation <laughs> and it's been put out there it's been and we the thing is you know we can look at it as just a natural thing ah, it doesn't bother it affects every single one of us and especially if you're in the church you do not understand and i'm saying this not to you to steve but it is like for those that are listening we don't understand that this agenda is actually to silence the voice of the kingdom of god not right. because because the they don't know but the devil knows that and I, you know satan knows that there is a kingdom that has come and landed as a stone and is growing to become a rock and right. this rock is going to smash every other empire and kingdom in this world he knows it they don't right but he's influence on their lives through principalities powers rulers of darkness spiritual wickedness in high places his influence through them is to enact this agenda there's a name for it you can go find it on on manuscripts and whatever it's out there it's being enacted we're seeing it in america at a very high level at the moment right. if you haven't seen it you better wake up because it's happening right now because this is the one country one nation in the world good or bad however it's been done has been the measure of the voice of the free world right. it's been the voice of freedom to the world and they had to shut it down they had to shut it down quickly because it's stopping the global expansion that needs to bring introduce this agenda right so you've well that's why they're trying to take that whole thing out of our out of our pledge you know one nation under god right because they're trying to destroy the unity yes. whatever it is and, and you kept doing something with your hands and I, don't, I know you probably weren't you were probably aware of what you're doing but those who are not seeing it uh, that are just listening to this by audio uh you were knitting your fingers together you kept doing you know knitting your fingers together you kept overlapping your fingers you know like like something joined together and it reminded me of the scripture it says not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together increaseth with the increase of god right as an elder my purpose is to find out not only where you fit but how you fit and how you interact with the other people because otherwise i'm gonna those people are gonna still try to institute their own culture within the culture yes and the culture of the kingdom is totally different and so if there isn't somebody standing up for the culture of the kingdom, we are each one individually going to separate ourselves once again, become a little clique, a little group, a little whatever, and are going to separate ourselves rather than being knit together so that we can increase with the increase of God. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's where that key point has come to me is to realize that, that the ability is to, is to somehow get the bones fitted to each his bone i know that god does that but to give them the opportunity to fit because yeah. that's how they're minister are nourished yeah 
that's how they beget that nourishment so they can minister yeah. so that they can be knit together yeah. and they're, they're knit together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth it's yeah. not what i supply as an individual bone no. it's what supplies because you and i have come together you and i are knit together it's right. all about the thing that that you've been uh riding that one string banjo for a long time you know it's relationship yeah. that's what the whole thing is about yeah. not just relationship with our father because that's most important but right. the next one is the relation you will know they are christians by their love exactly one for it another is, is like you know prefer like you said preferring one another being kind to one another right right you know it's a good it's a good uh, exercise to go through the new testament and and just underline every word that every time it says one another <laughs> uh, yeah. just go through that and and think about it the all the one another's you know yeah or let us or let us yeah and the the let us and one another's you know so you've got a salad going on there but um yeah and that uh, you know so yeah i got sort of carried away with the agenda but but the, the thing is what I'm trying to say with the agenda is, is that there is an agenda. We've got to get onto God's agenda. Right. And the thing about it is we can't be doing our institutional mentality all over the place. If, cause if I, and I've seen this, I've seen a ministry, not one, many, a ministry. And I'm talking about like man's ministry, one man, set man leading the ministry gets taken out. The whole thing collapses. Right. It loses its mandate. It loses every time, every, every time, single time. And and the the man gets mad at me because I turn people back to the Lord's community, um, and and the people get mad at me because I'm, uh, you know, taking away their king, taking away their king. Yeah, and that's. And, um, you know, whether it's a prophet, apostle, bishop, whatever the story is, as soon as you touch that thing, you're touching God's anointed. You know, you are a rebel. You are. And they, I get, you know, labeled all sorts of things. And I'm, I'm trying to protect the, the community, the colony, the culture of the kingdom of heaven. Uh, that's what I'm trying to protect. And, right. and that's what you and I, you know, even though I steward this, I, I don't, if, I'm, if I don't have you on here, I wouldn't do it. It's just like, because this is something that we bring with, with our co collective community mindedness. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So well, that's we, what we were talking about before we even got on here. I mean, before you even clicked record, you know, was, was the fact that what, what I used to go around the world teaching was, uh, what, what would happen Christ what happens who's going to be on your right hand and who's going to be on your left when you come into your kingdom yeah. so what we did was we knew the eldership was scriptural but what we knew was is that i'm supposed to be establishing the kingdom so there's going to be a man set and there's going to be somebody put on his left hand and somebody on his right somebody with helps somebody with governments although i don't know where in the world we got that but anyway um, you know, somebody on the left, somebody on the right. So therefore we ran around and we established a set man with somebody on his left and somebody on his right. And we called it eldership, but it wasn't eldership rule because what we were doing was instituting a king again and his kingdom and his kingdom, not, not Christ's. This was, this was this man's kingdom now. So I'm coming in, I'm setting a man, 
I'm setting him up basically as king. You know, you are the set man here. Now you've got a man on your left hand and a man on your right to reinforce it. And we'll be unto anybody who comes against that. And But that's that's what we did then to establish that culture. Well, it wasn't establishing the culture of the kingdom. It was reestablishing that, that same system that we've always had as far as God give us a king like all other nations. Yeah. God give us one man or somebody that we can follow. Yes, that's what we're supposed to do. It's Christ, chief shepherd, the chief shepherd and bishop, the senior pastor, the set man. You know, that's who it is. The apostle and high priest of our profession. I mean, if you want to look for a high priest or a senior pastor or whatever, he's it. Yeah, I'd say. So. you cannot say you're representing him and you're not in aligned with his government. No, no, not you at all. You, you can, it would be like me saying, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here representing the German government right now. Is this like, really? I don't even know anything about the German government. Yeah, you don't even know German. I don't, I can't speak German. Uh, right. That's the beauty. You know, it's like we come into the we come into the kingdom of God. We speak in tongues. We fall with the Holy Spirit. We have to align ourselves with the Word of. So, this becomes our constitution, right? And we renew our mind, being transformed by the renewing of our mind. So we're not conformed to the culture of the world, but transformed into the culture of heaven, of the kingdom. So, yeah. so that we may prove, you know, that we may. Um, Prove that which is Prove. good, acceptable, and perfect will yes. of God. Will of God. And that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right. Right. So th- this is where we've got to go to. We, we go to this not because it's a religious book. It's not a religious book. Right. It's not regulations. It's yeah, a, it's not laws. No. It's, it is in a sense, but it's right. guide, guiding laws. <laughs> Of the constitution of heaven right See, like america america's got so when i come to the first thing they ask me on my application is is that will you adhere to the laws of america you know if really you yeah really? So, i didn't know that yeah so you, do you will you you know will do you will do you understand your rights and and the laws of america i mean you can't come in and plead ignorance here Right. You come to the country, it's like you're part of the country. So is this like, okay, now I've got to figure out what I can and can't do here. And 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 I've got to ble- I've got to become part of the culture. And like you say, what we do is we try and bring other cultures in and um and well at the moment they just go, well, it's all okay, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I know cultures. There is one culture, religious culture, that will come into a country. They establish their own courts, their own community, their own culture. They do not accept Western legal system, justice system, point of view laws. They don't. They live their own. And so, the 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 um, for instance, in England, there are eighty eight courts that, in their culture, supersede the English um, United Kingdom. Yes, court. And so what happens is they lay down their own and they it's they're credited as it's their culture. So wow. they live with, as a culture within a culture. And they 
enact their own laws, their own, cult, their own cultural norms, behaviors, values. And you, if you're living in their area, you have to accept it, live by it, abide by it, whether you accept their religion or not. You live by their culture. Otherwise, right. they reject you. And so... Uh, or get killed. <laughs> or, or uh, yeah, you know, how, however they deem to fit to deal with you. Yeah, depends on where they are. Dispatch yeah. of you, yes. Dispatch of you. So we've got to, you know, but so we accept this. And now in the church, we accept the same thing. In fact, we never come into the church with, well, I, no, I don't want to say never, but we come into the church without renewing ourselves right. to a new culture. We don't think like that. We don't think this is, this is the Garden of Eden. <laughs> we don't think like that. You know, it's just like we, and, and I, Steve, I'm, you know, I'm, again, we probably hammering this thing like week after week after week, but we have to get this shift of paradigm. We need, you know, Jesus took 12 guys and he impacted them and changed their paradigm. Right. Because, and he said, you don't do anything until you receive the governor of heaven, the Holy Spirit. Well, what's funny about this whole thing is, is that even though you and I have talked about this, probably who knows how many times over the past couple of years, we always it's you and i talking about this same thing so it's not like yes. it's not like we're doing we're this it. yeah. yeah it's not like we're trying to get everybody else it's getting this so far down in ourselves that we are going we're renewing our minds right now exactly. and, and reminding each other we're bringing each other to remembrance of these things so that we don't forget yeah uh to encourage one another daily That's what we're supposed to be doing exactly Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, What's that scripture in Hebrews? Is it Hebrews chapter 10? Um, let me just go there quickly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Good point is that, you know, you and I, we talk to each other like this because this is our conversation. Right. You know, today, I mean, I'm, 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 we were going to talk about something else. We were going to talk about finish what we were talking about yesterday. Yesterday, yes. All of a sudden, we got in on this and we just hit record. So this isn't like just for everybody else out there. This isn't like, hey, we're doing this so we can teach everybody or have a podcast. This is you're actually you're literally getting in on what just we're talking about. What we would do if, yeah. if there was nobody else around. This right. is what you would do. Yeah, and there might not be anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, yeah crickets out there no we we, we you know, and that's the thing is like i'm 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 so excited just to, I, for me right now i mean i'm passionate about it but i'm just like really it's it's hitting a deeper place for me in 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 a sense i i'm understanding even more well that's um, why in ezekiel he says eat this roll yes and he ate it and it says he felt like in his mouth, it was sweet to his taste. Yes. And then he said, now fill thy bowels with it. Yes. So it wasn't just a matter of eating the scroll. It wasn't just a matter of tasting and seeing that this is good. It's a matter of filling your bowels with it so much. It's like the word baptizo or to be baptized. Baptizo or to be baptized doesn't mean you're just sprinkled with it. It means to be so submerged into that thing that when you're brought back up out of it, 
you've become suffused with it, which means it becomes so part of every part of your molecular structure that you ooze with it for days and weeks after that. Yeah. So if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're brought back up, you ooze the very presence of the Holy Spirit. If you're baptized in fire, the same thing, you ooze that. You know, it's something that just comes out of every fiber of your being now. Yeah. So this this is getting this so down deep in there that when you when you pop the top of whatever it is we're preserved in, that's what you taste. That's what comes out. Right. Don't be conformed, be transformed. Right, right. Yeah, because now you're now you pop open that cocoon. Yeah. This is what you get. The good, acceptable, and perfect will of God comes out. Right, right. It's not, it's not we're trying to be transformed. Yeah. This it's getting it so deep in there that this is a part of who we are. Exactly. Yeah, I wanted to just read that scripture. I mean, that that is powerful. That's exactly what it is. Um, he, he says in verse 24 of chapter 10, he said, um, and let us, there we go, is the, the let us again, let us consider how to stimulate or, or um, I'm trying, I can't see the word now because it's written too small, I can't read it. But it's like to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. So right. that, that's what we're supposed to do, not forsaking our own assembling together as it has is the habit of some we're not talking about going to church no this is the thing we we think about a church meeting when when he talks about this he's not talking about a church meeting he's talking no. about as the colony as Fitted. the community Fitted. joined yes we are we are assembling together connected in relationship that's what right. he's talking about um as is the habit of some but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Right. And that we're seeing the day drawing near right now. We, we, we need to be encouraging one another. Have you ever, have you ever purchased uh, a bike for your granddaughter or for your kids? Yep. A bicycle yep. and it's in a box. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've done that before, you know, and I had the box sitting in my living room or in the house somewhere. And we pass by the box and say, and the kids will say, hey, we got a new bicycle. Wow, that's great. We got a new bicycle. And the, here's the box, you know, with all the stuff in it. Pieces in it, yeah. Yeah, all the pieces in it. And we're just, we're excited about the box. We're excited about the bicycle. And one day I put it together. Each part to where each part fits. Right. I assemble it. Right. Putting the parts where they fit where they fit together and can work together and function. Yes. And then it's a bicycle. Then it's a church. Yeah. Then it's a body to what, which every joint, every fitting, every part, it's not the part that supplies. It's the parts that fit together and mesh together to where now it becomes a functioning unit. And right. now I can say I've got a bicycle, exactly. but it never was assembled. I may have said I had a bicycle, but I never had a bicycle until it was assembled. Yeah. That's the same type of thing with the, with what he's talking about here. Don't forsake the assembling. That's why, you know, they're, they're knit together and compacted yeah. by that which every joint supplieth. Right. It's something where we watch over that pressing together because then it has nourishment. 
And because it has nourishment, then it ministers. Right. You can't expect people to get, get in the box every week and shake it up and say, look, we've got a bicycle or, hey, look, we've got a church or, hey, look, we've got, we've got the kingdom of God. And we shake them up and we, but all we still have is the box. Yeah. They're not fitted together. Right. They're not compacted together. And as, as somebody who is watching for the kingdom of heaven, my job is to watch to see how they fit and begin to uh, facilitate that meshing, facilitate that assembly, facilitate them coming into the fullness and stature of Christ and how they fit within that body and begin to function properly. It's not a having a sign-up sheet to see who all's willing to lay down their life. So, you know, in the nursery, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a matter of finding where they fit yeah. and beginning to function. That's right. And could you imagine if we drew, if we found out what was in the heart of those people, and begin to draw out of them what God has already placed in them to where now they know that they were sent by God and sent into this relationship to give what that other person besides them needs. Wow. That, that marrow, that life. And now you're giving life. Now you're giving marrow. Now you're giving something that's, that's supposed to be there, not just, not just a bone or a dry bone sitting in a box. Just a part hanging around, right? Trying to find its place, you know. Just right. Like, it's like when when you pull an engine apart, and you put it together again. You've got all these parts left over, you know. It's like okay, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like somebody's missing, you know. Something's missing somewhere. Engine yeah. might not function properly. That's and the right. thing is, is like even even you know, in the mentality of getting together, I don't want to get together in in within a culture that's not reflective right. of the culture I belong to. Right. You know, right. So if I'm gonna go if I'm gonna hang out, you know, it's like it's awkward if you're going like in our family, if you hang out with our family, we sit around the table and eat everybody's talking. You know, it's just like talking and sharing stories and we laugh and we tease one somebody and so that goes backwards and forwards and it's like it's like really great. But you go to other families, you know it's not your family. You know, it's just right. like the culture is different in that family. Right. You sit there and everybody's quiet and, you know, and uh, they all eat their food very, you know, we just like. And you don't dare, you don't dare say exactly. something. or <laughs> Exactly. You, you better not step out of line, you know, don't yeah. take anything with your fingers, you know, just like, yeah. um, uh, okay, that you know, so. You, you feel awkward, you don't feel out of, and, and it's just like, I'm not comfortable with this. And that's exactly the same. We've got to start, and, and that's the whole point that we're trying to bring across is that when we, when we are, as the culture of the kingdom of God, as kingdom citizens, we're meeting as the family of God, whatever you want to call it, is that as the ecclesia, we, we are reflective of, and we're pervading or pervasive, or like yeast, we're experiencing the kingdom of God influencing us. Right. I want that. I'm not interested in a man giving me another one-minute verse teach, you know, no, one-hour teaching on one verse of his concept of whatever. Uh, right. That's not equipping to me. That's not assembling to me. That's not... Uh, 
and it has its place you know i i right. I, I agree it has its place i'm not saying it doesn't i love teaching i love preaching myself you know so it has its place but week after week after week and no culture being built no yeah and just staring at the back of somebody else's head is not culture and if you don't come to that nobody will build relationship with you right nobody uh it's just that to me just no i i'm not prepared because if i come into a situation that is kingdom culture there's going relationship is going to be number one first before the teaching before the conformance and conformity and and whatever else there's going to be the relationship first and foremost and that relationship is going to reflect the king to me right first there's and a, foremost there's a reason you wore that shirt today what shirt is it eden eden resort <laughs> yeah. well because that's that's what that's what we're talking about is yeah. what was god's whole purpose in the in the garden in the eden Yes. Yeah. What was his whole? Because he was establishing a culture, he was yeah. establishing a, a relationship. He was and that's what we're supposed to resort to. It is supposed to be an Eden resort. It is from, but it's something that we are supposed to automatically default to or resort to. Yeah. Is that? Exactly. That's our default. Exactly. And you notice that you didn't have a worship team. No. You didn't have intercessory prayer meetings. He didn't even, in fact, have a meeting. No. He it's had just, a relationship. He had a relationship. He walked with the Lord in his presence in the cool of the day. And the cool of the, the, cool of the day means the breeze of the presence of God. So that was the Holy Spirit pervaded that place. It was full of, of bringing the culture of right. God's kingdom into that. Have, have you ever, <clears throat> you, you've probably heard this before, but I didn't know this till about, I don't know, maybe a year, year and a half ago. I don't know. I don't know how long it's been now. But a guy that had been studying Hebrew and stuff like that said that um, when God's name in Hebrew was spoken, it wasn't spoken with a guttural type Yahweh or Yehovah. Um, it, it is meant to be a breath. It's like breathing out and breathing in yeah yeah it's yeah or yeah but it, it's a breath it's a breath of life it, the, the his whole name is a breath yeah. his whole name is breathing out and breathing in yeah. and that's the thing that got to me i thought he is the breath that i breathe he is the life that i have and that's that's the culture that's imparted is that breath of life to one another right. and to come to each other and give that same breath of life. I've been sent that you might have life and that more abundantly. What can I, what do you impart to them right now, Jesus? What is it father that you're imparting right now to these people? That's the breath of life. I want to give you, them to you. I want to give them you. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it, it cannot be anything other than relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It cannot be. It's no. just, that was, that's why Jesus left us with make disciples. We, we see it as a program. 
God, Jesus sees it as relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Spent three and a half years with 12 guys. Yep. And a lot more intense than most of us spend time with people. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Even at the end of everything, it says in, in Acts chapter 1, verse 3, it says, To these he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of 40 days, and speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. Wow. And gathering them together, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, which he said, you heard of um, heard of from me. Right. Don't baptize with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And so, again, it's like Jesus re-emphasized now that everything had taken place, is I want you to take the kingdom of God, which is the culture, the influence, the glory of God into the nations. But uh, you, before you do that, you've got to get the comforter. You've got to get the governor. You've got to right. get the, the one that was in the Garden of Eden. You've, that's why I've done all of this, is so that right. you can again receive him because greater will be is he that is in you yeah. than he that is in the world. And he was the one that, that covered the face of the deep. Yeah. He was the one that was over all the, without form and without stature or substance. I mean, he, he brooded over the face of the deep so that when God said, it happened right then. Yeah, exactly. And all things were created through Christ, but it's it's the Holy Spirit that comes along and it says... It says all things, the other subsequent verses in there says that you've, you've now known all things that pertain unto the power of God or the power of the kingdom of God, but not many days hence, I'm going to, you shall receive power now Yeah. after the Holy Ghost has come upon come you, upon you. So that yes. you can be witnesses for me. Right. Exactly. It's, it's exactly. I want that kind. I'm not looking for the flashy stuff. I'm not looking for people right. doing flashy stuff. I'm not interested in, in the flashy stuff. That the flashy stuff has got to happen out there. Right. I don't want to go to a meeting where somebody's trying to show me how flashy they are, how much right. they know the Holy Ghost. And we need to be going there to be influenced with the culture. And we get together again and say, this is what our culture is about. This is who we are. Let's go out there and and be like ye take the yeast. We're not the yeast, right, but take right. the yeast. We are the light, we are the salt. That's what it says. Jesus right, said, right, right. We are the light and the salt. So we need to go and light and salt. He says, salt, if it loses its flavoring, if it loses its ability, doesn't flavor anything. If a light is put under a lamp, it doesn't shine anywhere. Right. So that's not in a meeting. That's to go out there. And now we take we take who we are as a culture here, and we go out there, and now we flash. <laughs> right. We flash the glory of God into and pray for the sick and raise the dead and cast out devils and do all the stuff. Not in the meeting, you know. It's just like yeah, and give them that breath. Yeah, give yeah. them that because they're Breathe looking on for them. life. Yeah. yeah, they're looking for life. That's and that's exactly it. That's exactly what it is. They're looking for the stuff that we're talking about. 
Right. The world is not looking for your ministry. You're looking for your pastor or your church or your meetings or your great program. And this generation, more than ever before, I, I venture to say the next generation is going to be needed even more and going to be even harder to reach with uh, our religious programs. Right, right. They, they're going to need, they want relationship. They don't understand it, but they want it. We don't, we don't get it. We're losing a generation because we don't understand relationship. Right. We don't understand it. Uh, right. But anyway. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't do I I hope I'm not sounding like condemnatory. Uh, I don't want to condemn anybody or um but just being discerning. I I don't know, Sean. I feel awful condemned right now. <laughs> I don't make you feel bad, Steve. I'm just trying to make you feel bad. It's a good Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we get so stirred up doing this because it's not that we're, like I said, we're talking, we're speaking this to one another to encourage one another right now, exactly. because we know of a surety. This is what, this is what we were called to do this. I mean, not, not the podcast. I'm not saying that, but we're talk. we're encouraged to, to build up one another right. into that kingdom on our most holy faith into this purpose of Christ in us. And, and that if we don't do that, if we don't bring to other, each other, that remembrance, we're, I have a tendency to forget. Exactly. Exactly. And we have to encourage one another in this. Um, um, it definitely got to be done. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to end the conversation now. We, the time is running away. Um, our conversation goes on, but, uh, um, our recording will end at this point in time. So thanks for being with us. I didn't want to be rude and just end the, the, the recording. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, but I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Steve. And Thank thanks you. Thanks for being with us, guys.